Well, welcome to another episode of our podcast, Ag Plus Bio Plus Science. It's presented by Agrinovis Indiana and Inside Indiana Business. I'm Gary Dick, the host of Inside Indiana Business, also the host of this weekly podcast where we have in-depth conversations with uh, leadership, uh, innovators, entrepreneurs in Indiana's ag bioscience sector. It's the sector where food, agriculture, science, and technology all converge. This week, excited to sit down with Courtney Kingery. Courtney is the CEO of the Indiana Soybean Alliance and Indiana Corn Growers Association. And Courtney, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's great to be here. And you are, you've been on the job now for a whopping three months. So three you, months. you are well in, entrenched now <laughs> in that job. But uh, great for you to take time because I know you've been very busy uh, with your new responsibilities. Give us a, a little uh, introduction. You have an interesting background. Grew up in White County, right? Um, and uh, I've worked for some big name companies. So just give some background on Courtney. Absolutely. So grew up in White County, proud graduate of Twin Lakes High School and Hanover mm-hmm. College. So I'm a, a local kid at heart who's gone off and for the past 20 plus years works for some big uh, commercial companies. Started my career with ADM, Archer mm-hmm. Daniels Midland. Uh, was with them for about 17 years in a variety of roles. Everything from start off as a commodity merchandiser, trading corn and soybeans. Um, on up through managing their new business development, some of their marketing, um, and launching some innovative new products, specifically mm-hmm. around soybeans. And then about seven years ago, moved over to Tate & Lyle up in the northwest suburbs of Chicago. It's a British company. Mm-hmm. But they have an innovation office in the U.S., uh, Hoffman Estates. And at Tate & Lyle, I was really able in my last position to lead the global health and wellness business, mm-hmm. which was looking at how to take corn and soybeans, specifically corn, process those into ingredients and food products to help address uh, glo- global health concerns like mm-hmm. obesity, like mm-hmm. diabetes. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of our big processing plants was right here in Indiana mm-hmm. in Lafayette. And so able to take the corn here from Indiana, turn it into those ingredients that really go around the globe to address uh, health concerns. Did you always anticipate you'd have a career in agriculture? You grew up on a farm, right? But did you, was this a career path you thought you'd take? Not at all, uh-huh. honestly. Um, and when I graduated from college, when I thought of a career in agriculture, it was truly farming. It was going back mm-hmm. to the farm, raising row crops. I didn't even know that there was this broader definition of agriculture, quite frankly. Um, And so it's so great now to be able for things like this podcast through the education Mm -hmm. programs that the FFA is doing through some of the different education programs to broaden the perspective of what agriculture is and that it's agriculture plus food and technology Mm -hmm. and fuel. And there's so much of it, everything from supply chain uh, through feeding the global population. Mm How about the role, uh, uh, really, the work of the Indiana Soybean Alliance and the Corn Growers and Corn Marketing Council? Uh, you have a very strong membership, an important uh, uh, role in the whole ag space in Indiana. Give us uh, kind of the thumbnail model of those organizations. Absolutely. So we've got two different sides of the organization. One of them is the checkoff side, in which mm-hmm. farmers invest with every bushel of corn and soybean they sell into the organization. Organization. And we are chartered to promote three areas, to really function around three areas, and that's education, promotion, and research of Indiana corn and soybeans. So those are the checkoff dollars that our farmer, every farmer in Indiana, invests into those funds to do that. And then we have another side, 
which is our membership side, um, in which does lobbying and policy work, both on a state level and national level. And checkoff dollars cannot be used on the policy side. So we have very clear separation um, in the investment that we do for education, promotion, and research, and then our membership side on the, the policy front. As you look at the organization, and uh, you're relatively new three months in the mm-hmm. job, but as you look at, at, at goals and opportunities mm-hmm. you see to grow the organization, what uh, what would some of those uh, goals be? Absolutely. So it's, it's around those core pillars that we have, education and promotion and research. So when we think in the area of research, for example, partnering very closely with Purdue, some of the things we do around the new uses area of um, enabling those up and coming students and not just in ag, but across Purdue's curriculum. So ag students are working with engineering students, are working with life science students of what is that innovation and being able to partner and support that is really fundamental to us as an organization. In another piece is we're thinking about education it's about education, not just to our own growers, but also to the larger community and to consumers. So things like we're doing at the Glass Barn mm-hmm. to get the message out about the larger ag story of going from seed all the way through to shelf mm-hmm. and having consumers who maybe don't touch agriculture or they don't think they touch agriculture, mm-hmm. but they're really touching it every day, every time they go to their refrigerator, every time they go to their pantry. Mm-hmm and telling that story of how agriculture is really a part of their mm-hmm. lives. And then on the promotion side, the work we're doing to grow international markets mm-hmm. and promoting Indiana corn and soybeans and ag products into the international market. So not just the corn and soybeans, but the largest customer for Indiana corn and soybean farmers is actually going to livestock. Mm-hmm. So promoting pork exports, meat exports, chicken exports into international markets is extremely important to us. And that's how we go back to this. It starts with very simple, almost elements, dirt, Mm -hmm. water, seeds. And very quickly, as you're adding this ag plus bio plus science, it becomes this diverse ecosystem that we can Mm -hmm. take all of these products around the globe and also help to support Hoosier families right back here in Indiana. Yeah, and you, I can tell you really feel there's opportunity, tremendous opportunity in that space because of that layering on of, of technology and, and all of the various things we're talking about here, much of which Agrinovis is a part of promoting in the state as well. The great thing about Agrinovis is that we bring a lot of the partners together across this entire diverse ecosystem. So we have folks who represent the seed world. We have folks that represent the farmers. We have folks that, that represent, you know, the, the different areas, the economic development. So it's bringing all those players together into one room so we can talk about this ecosystem. How do we grow this and develop this and think about this for the future of Indiana agriculture? And then therefore, for, for me and my farmers, how do we bring value back to the farm? And how mm-hmm. do we make those rural lives and those farm family lives Um, How do we make that sustainable, not just for this generation, but these future generations? And that's something that's very near and dear to me. We started off talking about my family in White County. They've had this land for multiple generations. Mm -hmm. One of the things when I got this job, my mother gave me a, a medallion that my grandfather had got from the Indiana Corn Growers Association in 1928. Mm. So for me, being in this position, it's not just now, but then how do we layer ag plus bio and science for the future of agriculture in the Andi- in Indiana and looking out 10 years, 15 years, mm-hmm. 20 years, 
to make it sustainable Mm -hmm. here in Indiana. Certainly, uh, innovation, as you've talked about, Mm -hmm. entrepreneurship are uh, buzzwords in the Indiana economy now. A lot of support in the tech ecosystem that is growing. I know uh, your organization has sponsored for a number of years uh, a a contest that showcases student entrepreneurship. Uh, In in particular, uh, teams creating new products using soy-based proteins. And I know I've I've attended it a time or two, and it's fascinating some of the some of the products that these uh, young people uh, come up with. But talk about the importance, in your view, of supporting those uh, emerging entrepreneurs, especially students. Absolutely. And with our organization being chartered to support both education and research, this is a great um, form to bring those two pillars together. And so for 25 years, we've sponsored the New Uses Competition at Purdue. Um, We have it coming up again this spring, so we'll be supporting it again this spring. To find and develop innovative uses specifically around soybeans. So some of our past winners, we've had crayons made from soybean oil. Um, That came out in the mid 90s. We have candles that have been made from soybeans. That was a tremendous um, commercial success as well. And last year's winner, invented biodegradable drinking straws from soy-based polymers that are environmentally friendly and yet also more sturdy than the paper straws that a lot of folks. So it's really addressing and looking at what's going on in the world right now and having the students from the different disciplines coming together Mm -hmm. to find those solutions and find those solutions again that will carry us into the future. And then those students become those entrepreneurs that we can in, we can mm-hmm. invest in as a state and as an organization. Right. Whether it's uh, the ag bioscience space or advanced manufacturing or IT, whatever it is, everyone is in search of talent, mm-hmm. uh, keeping talent, but attracting a talent. I think you're a great example in the ag bioscience space of, of a young person who you know had no idea of the opportunities out there. How important is it in your view to expose young people to careers uh, in the ag bioscience space? I think it's incredibly important. As I said, when I was you know, getting out of college and looking at the landscape, I didn't even know this world really existed and all the different flavors of it, everything from crop research and crop production through food science, ag manufacturing, chemical engineering, there's an entire world of it. And that's one of the areas that we as a checkoff organization want to expose students to from a very early age all the way up through our supportive FFA Mm -hmm. and college age students and even just um, going back and you know talking to my own university talking to my own high school Mm -hmm. to just give them the exposure of really what what this broad and diverse world is and you know I'm a great example you can literally go anywhere in the world in agriculture and a small town kid from White County has traveled the world. Courtney Kingery, it's been a real treat to have you on the podcast. Uh, The new CEO at the uh, Indiana Soybean Alliance and Indiana Corn Growers Association as well. And we look forward to having you back on uh, in the future. Wonderful. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. And thank you for joining us on this edition of the Ag Plus Bio Plus Science podcast. It is a weekly production podcast between Agrinovis Indiana and Inside Indiana Business. And if you are an ag bioscience entrepreneur, be sure to apply for the Agrinovus Ag Bioscience Startup Showcase. That will be held on April 30th. The deadline to apply is February 28th. And you can visit bit.ly backslash ab showcase app 
for more information. Also, don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so we can share ag biosciences stories with uh, more and more people. Thanks for joining us this week. I'm Gary Dick. We'll see you next time. This podcast is a product of Inside Indiana Business. Hosted by Gary Dick. Produced by Bridget O'Reilly, Libby Fritz, and Joe Ullery. More people get Indiana Business News from Inside Indiana Business than any other source.